0: so we took a little bit of a break last time we recorded i think we got all the way through up to right before the concert started with iron maiden and we decided to take a little break because it was late at night we were both a little tired and we had to pack the next morning to travel so we decided to cut it short that night or not short it was pretty long so
1: <laughs> yeah it was long but much needed
0: so decided to take a break um and, yeah, so we're back now to finish, finish the episode and we're at Iron Maiden. So just a quick recap for, I guess, for us. We might end up cutting this out, but mainly for us. Um, you know, we talked about we, we talked about going to Kuma's beforehand, our favorite restaurant in the city. Um, the shitty experience we had there would sort of set the tone for the evening for us. But, hey, it was okay. We're going to the venue. It's pretty close. We got a quick Uber ride over there. We're going to miss the first opener which was Within Temptation. That sucks. We like openers, but hey, you know, we're going to see the second opener which was Trivium. Super excited to see them. While waiting for it to start, realized shit. Trivium's not going to be here either. So, I mean, our night just, you know, it, it started bad with that that shitty experience at dinner, which sucks because it's one of our favorite restaurants as I said. And it just, it continued and continued with, like, just, and it wasn't really shittiness, right? It was just little disappointments adding up.
1: Yeah, inconveniences and disappointments, I think, would be the main way to put that. So.
0: Right. And so, yeah, we're going to jump back into this, talking about Iron Maiden. Um, For those of you who may be watching the podcast, you might notice differences because, you know, obviously we recorded different times of the days, wearing different shirts. So, like, the video might be a little different. So if it is, oh, well, it's. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Get over it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, cool. Um,
1: I guess, I don't even know if we said this last time, so but we can say this. Like, I thought it was very weird that Within Temptation got over at 8 o'clock, and Iron Maiden didn't go, didn't go on until 8.45.
0: Was it 8 o'clock that got over with? Yes.
1: Yeah. Because I remember when we were walking around the concourse area, or, like, where all the vendors and stuff are, I was watching my watch, and I was like, they got done at 8 o'clock, because they started at 7.30. So they got done at 8 o'clock, and I was like, Trivium's going to go on at 8.30, and then they're going to play till 9, and then Iron Man's going to go on at 9.30. Like, that was how my mind was working. But I thought it was very weird to have 45 minutes between the two bands, which is why I still thought Trivium was going to be there, because it'd be it, it's just weird to have 45 minutes of dead time.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. I guess I wasn't paying close enough attention um, to the time necessarily because we got there, they were still on stage. Mm-hmm. I quickly glanced over at their stage, but I didn't like remember. Like it wasn't long enough to remember anything. I quickly, I mean, I found, I found the stairs to go up to the concourse, and went up. And as I was going up, I like I said, I glanced over, and I think I was mainly looking to see the crowd to see how full it was and i was kind of shocked at how full it was that early in the night because i mean we've been to shows and the majority of the people don't show up for the openers and the first opener gets done they're still not there the second opener it's starting to get a little more busy and it's not to like the headliner a little bit before the headliner that it starts to like really fill in yeah so i was shocked and that may have been the first clue that we should have looked at of like oh shit there's a fuck ton of people here already maybe trivium's that big or you know like That sort of thing.
1: Yeah. And also Iron Maiden has kind of an older crowd, so maybe that's just the thing is you go on time. Maybe. Where other bands that we see, it's like, well, I'm only here for the headliner, so I don't need to see all the other bands.
0: Younger kids who don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But um, I don't remember any of that. Um, I don't even think I looked at the stage because I remember following you after we got our wristbands. We went in. I saw that there was a lot of people there, and then we V-lined for the stairs. And I was like, oh, I guess we're going up now. So...
0: Yeah, I figured we'd try to find the merch real quick, get that taken care of. And, and we did. I don't know if we talked about that last time either. I think either. so, yeah. But yeah, I mean, in my mind was, we spent a decent amount of time in the merch line. Um, Yeah, because we were talking about how Trivium. And, I mean, it wasn't like ungodly amount of time. It was a normal merch line yeah. time weight, I would say. So yeah. I wasn't like pissed by any means at that point. And then, yeah, we, we quickly walked around... I, I thought it was a pretty leisurely pace walking around until we got back to that exact same staircase we walked down. Uh, I think I got one beer while we were walking around. We both went to the restrooms. And then we just kind of head down and stood there. And I thought that was around maybe like 8.30 or so. Maybe, I don't know. But yeah,
1: it, well, we got down there right before 8.30. Yeah. So that's thirty minutes already.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean And then
1: they didn't go on until eight forty five.
0: Yeah, I guess in my head it was like, Oh, the the wait time wasn't that bad. Like I didn't I didn't realize it was forty five minutes yeah. between sets. Yeah. Also, we didn't see uh within Temptation what their setup was. Maybe yeah. there was a bit like a lot of shit they had to take down. Possibly. Uh we just we I didn't see it.
1: I didn't either. I didn't even have a chance to look at the stage. You V lined it for the stairs, so <laughs> we went up the stairs. But um I do remember standing there waiting for um Iron Maiden to go on, you were like, Oh, they still have shit to uncover on the stage. So when we're still thinking Trivium was going on, when in reality they didn't uncover anything, it was part of their set. So I don't know if you realize that.
0: Yeah, I did. But um I mean it was uncovered by the time the first song came on, that was and we'll get into like the sets, um, but that was like the the Japanese buildings that yeah. were covered up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we were, we're down there waiting. We found our spots that we're going to like hang out with, moved up a little bit. And yeah, like I said, the crowd was, there was a lot of people there already. Um, and there were a few people behind us and I was sort of listening into some of their conversations. There was a couple of guys, I don't know if you caught this, who it seemed like they'd been to a few Iron Maiden shows on this tour alone. I think they were in like Cincinnati the night before, or they were going to Cincinnati. Um, and they're talking about it. And I remember them saying, they're going to pl- turn the lights out and play Dr. Doctor. Doctor. Um, and sure enough, that's what happened. And that's sort of like, you know, I don't know if that's always their intro song, Iron Maiden. Like uh, Metallica comes out to Ecstasy of Gold. Like So I I wasn't sure.
1: Yeah, I didn't hear any of that, so I don't know what you're...
0: It was just a, a song over the intercom. Right, right. You asked oh, if that I had heard of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. I
1: hadn't heard any of it, so...
0: Gotcha, yeah. And
1: what's Dr. Dot? Is that, like, their song? or is No, it it's, I think it's
0: a UFO song, oh, is okay. the band. Okay. Um.
1: I don't remember that even coming. Oh, I'm sure it did.
0: What?
1: I don't remember that coming on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just I Maybe I didn't recognize the song. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
0: I just remember it coming on and, like, people singing to it a little bit and people getting, like, super pumped and cheering because, I mean, they knew that was the beginning of the concert and they were super ready for it. And, yeah, that's how they kicked off the show. Um they came out to their new album. It's I think like a Japanese themed album. I haven't really listened to it.
1: Sanjutsu?
0: I think so, yeah, yeah. And it was kinda cool. They had like Japanese architecture buildings. They had these um I don't know if they're like religious temples or something, but they're the old style. When you think yeah. of Japanese, yeah. that's what you see. Yeah,
1: and I remember being in Hawaii and they had um, like, we went to a temple there, and it was in the same style. Like, where it's, like, brick and stone. Like, the stone, th- stone three ropes. levels with
0: the roof that, like, comes yep. down, and then your next level does the same thing. And it's just yep. gradually smaller. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then it was cool because, like, they had, like, the little things on the side. Um, this, like, the walkways, and then the drum set was, like, in the middle of yep. that. And then um, then that temple in the background. So it was really, it was a really cool setup how they had it all
0: done. Yeah, the two temples on the side, and then, like, the like the walkways were covered. That's what was originally covered. I was like, are they still have to take shit off? Yeah, yeah. It was just, like, a drape, probably, to cover up, like, what they were the, coming out with.
1: I don't even think it was a drape. I think it was just, we saw the stone on the oh. top. Or, well, it ends up not being stone, because we watched them take it off. But what looked like stone. So, I think that was the color that you were seeing.
0: So, yeah, they came out, they played a couple songs from that. I, like I said, I haven't really listened to that album. I... In all honesty, I I really love Iron Maiden. I am ai wouldn't say I'm a big fan, but when it comes on, I, I love Iron Maiden. The problem with me is I only listen to older Iron Maiden. Yeah. Um, I feel
1: like we know, like, the same – or I know, four, like, four or five songs, and it's because those are the songs you listen to.
0: Yeah, and a lot of the stuff I listen to is older, and it's the number of the beast. Like, that album to me is one of the greatest albums of all time. Every song on that is just killer. Um you know, Number of the Beast, Hallowed Be Thy Name, Run to the Hills, The Prisoner, like so mm. many amazing songs Those on are the that songs I know. You can see you listen to them. <laughs> and like it's it's amazing start to finish, all the way through. I absolutely love that fucking album. Fear of the Dark, the song is primarily what I've listened to. Like the album itself, not a whole lot. And then Blood Brothers is the other album I love. And I think that's a that's definitely a newer album, Blood. Bro- Blood Brothers is and that's just another album that I absolutely love so much from them so going into this I knew I was gonna hear a lot of other music I either haven't heard or haven't heard much of and the start of it coming out with like I think three songs to their new album like I knew that was gonna happen and I I enjoyed I did enjoy those tracks that they played. I thought the stage was great. The performance was great. Everything they were going on, you know, like doing Bruce Dickens come out and like it had so much energy and I, w- I was excited for that. And I mean, these guys are old and they're running around doing shit. You know, it's, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. I don't know what your thoughts going into this were.
1: Like going into the concert or going in like the first couple songs?
0: Going into the concert and as the first couple songs sort of played out.
1: Yeah. Um. I think I said this. In the first half that we recorded, but like I went to see Trivium. Like I know some Iron Maiden songs because you listen to them, but I'm not I would not consider myself a fan. And like I basically know Number of the Beast and uh Run for the Hills. I think that's the song title, right? Yeah. Um
0: Run four or Run Two. Run, run two
1: to the Hills. Um, obviously I reckon like during the concert, I recognized some other songs, um, because I've heard you listen to them, but I would not consider myself a fan. I would not, if I was wearing an Iron Man shirt and somebody asked me name three songs, I probably, I mean, granted I could do it because there's Iron Maiden and then Run to the Hills and then Number of the Beast, but whatever. Um, so I basically was going for Trivium. Um, however, when they came out and the set, um, the set set up and like their energy and everything, like for an older band, like I was amazed at everything that they did, which I considered, I figured it would be a big show because it's like one of those big bands that, you know, I just didn't realize that they were going to have like the huge setup and how many set changes they had, which we're going to talk about. But, um... I thought that was really cool, like, and their energy was crazy, Uh, you know, like for their age. Um, We we've talked about it, like we've seen some other older artists lately, and they don't have the same energy. Um, So obviously, age isn't really a factor there. But the other thing that I thought was if you, now I don't know if these are original members. I don't know much about the band, but if you like look at. 80s and 90s pictures of Iron Maiden and then look at the band members now, I thought that they looked almost the same. Like, they have, like, the same hair, the same style. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think they definitely look a lot older now. Well, no,
1: they do look older, but they have, like, the same style going oh, on. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Like, yeah. they haven't changed their style in 40 years. They,
0: who they are, haven't changed. Right. Right. They've gotten a few wrinkles and whatnot. And One
1: may have had some plastic surgery. Maybe. <laughs> But, no, what I'm saying is, like, they look the same. I mean, they look like Iron Maiden. And, like, I know we've watched some videos of, like, past concerts and stuff. And I'm pretty sure we've seen some of Iron Maiden um, at some point. And I just felt like the performance was, like, like the same energy, the same movement. There was one guitarist that kept putting his leg up on the amp and stuff. And I'm like, I feel like I've seen that before, (laughs) like, in something. So, I mean, but it's cool. Like, I'm not... Missing seen it in any way like I'm just saying that was just my thoughts going yeah
0: into it. and before going to the show too I, I remember seeing article headlines and even like posts on reddit or somewhere else people talking about Bruce Dickens voice not not fully being there oh um, and that's sort of one of the posts right like I went to the show last night on reddit anyway or wherever I saw it um I went to the show last night, whatever city it was, and he sounded fucking amazing. And, you know, I kind of thought the same thing. I thought he he sounded perfect. The bound, the band sounded perfect. I don't really remember, you know, being like, well, this venue sucks. The the audio is just off. I thought the audio was great throughout the entire set. I don't know what your thoughts on. No, I had order.
1: no complaints about the audio. Yeah. I mean, I know recently we've been to some concerts that isn't good, but no complaints at all.
0: Yeah, same. And,
1: and I didn't recognize his voice being off. It sounds the same.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. So
1: I don't know what those article or those posters were talking about.
0: Yeah, and it, it could have been early on the show, you know, the tour or something, and maybe he was doing some, I don't, I don't know. That was Or just, just
1: their concert.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, and that was just, like I said, one thing going into, it was like, shit, is this gonna, they are getting up there in age, is this gonna be a factor here? Yeah. And yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, so I kind of want to talk about all the songs, but I think the best thing to do or about like the memorable songs or moments I have. And I think the what you've outlined here of just going over the sets and then talking about each one cuz that is a, I think that's a good definitive way to talk about yeah, each one.
1: Yeah. And hopefully we remember what song went with what sets and if we get that wrong, sorry. Yeah. Like we're trying to we don't take notes during the concert, so we try to go back and think about these things.
0: And during the like, I, like we talked about already. The first three songs, I believe it was the first three songs, came from the new album.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, but the writing on the wall, is that from the first album?
0: That's from this newest album. Okay, have. okay. Yep.
1: So yeah, then it was the first three songs.
0: So that's when they... You know that was the Japanese themed. Eddie came out. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, with the uh, samurai with the
0: samurai sword, dresses yeah. like your normal samurai garb and whatnot. Yeah, and fought with some of the members. Yeah. That was yeah. really cool to see.
1: I remember like turning around to you, and I think you remember like Eddie or yeah. something. I don't know,
0: but that was kind of cool. Um, and then I s- I thought during writing on the wall, they started tearing stuff down, and they transitioned to like the Egyptian themed because that's where they I thought that's where they had the um. the video playing on both monitors of like the ghosts or whoever like ghouls or whoever in driving their motorcycles through like the Sahara Desert to the Egyptian like pyramids and whatnot I thought that's during that song
1: it could be it really, I mean, I don't know exactly where that happened, but, I mean, that did happen, so.
0: And I know one of their albums is, you know, with the album covers is that Egyptian-themed where Eddie is the face of the Sphinx, Um and I, I guess that's one thing real quick, another little short tangent. Iron Maiden, to me, has some of the greatest album covers and just some of the greatest imagery in, like, all of metal, like all of their album covers are just so awesome. They always incorporate Eddie in some fashion. And it's just so cool to see how like, how they take Eddie and their imagery and it goes to the album cover, right? Like the number of the beasts, is Eddie puppeteering the devil. Like it's, I don't know. And that album cover has always been like at the top of my list of like, Oh, that's an amazing album cover. But I've never actually listened to that album. I don't know why. The Number of the Beast? No, no. The one with the the desert. Oh. The the Sphinx. (laughs) I was like,
1: you just said that Number of the Beast was your favorite album. So I'm like, how did you never listen to it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Not that one. The other one. So when that was coming out, I had just assumed writing on the wall was on that. And it's like, oh, that makes sense. The writing on like the pyramid walls and whatnot. But no, I think it was, that was from their newest album.
1: Oh, yeah, because I thought that they only did two songs with the Japanese, and I think it did change, which was kind of weird with the set change because they utilize like the sidewalk parts or what we would consider like the covered walkways or whatever that ends up being like a walk an actual walkway. Um, they take the roof, the f- false roof off of it or whatever, um, and that part was kind of weird because I mean obviously they have to do it while everybody's just staring at them, but... It was
0: dark, so they dimmed the lights. They did, but you could still see. You could, yeah. And,
1: like, it's, like, just one piece after another that they're taking down. So.
0: I will say, the the two temples on the sides, those are just, like, pop tents. And it makes sense, but in my head, I was like, wow, they spent a lot of money to craft mm-hmm. these things and put these things up. It looked solid and sturdy. It did,
1: yeah. It looked so real. Like, it was all made out of wood. Right. And it
0: wasn't. But then, when they dimmed the lights, you saw, like, it just... <coughs> Collapse in on itself And it was like Oh That's just one of those Fucking like yeah. Pop tent things yeah. Hold up by like A stick in the center Yeah Yeah Um, But yeah no It was Senjutsu, uh Saratoga I believe is the album oh, Song Stratego. name Saratego. Saratago No Stratego Stratego Yes And then the writing on the wall All three of those From their newest album And it was writing on the wall Where they changed To that Egyptian Like the Yeah That, that theme um, quickly looking, because we added all these to our playlist, the last one, "Aces High, is from that album. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Uh, Power Slave is the name of that album. Never actually listened to it. Uh, but I thought that was from that album.
1: Okay.
0: But no, they changed to that, and then I believe they changed right away again to a different set.
1: Yeah, it was just um, that... One song, I think. And then they change it to, like, um, Cathedral, like, Stained Glass. Yes. With, um, was it Eddie as, like, Skeletons? Or there was, like, you have a picture of it, I think.
0: I do. Each window is of a different album.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't get that either.
0: Right, right. So, I know, just off the top of my head, you had, um, you had, the Number of the Beast was one of them. I want to say Iron Maiden, the original was another, and I don't know what the other two were. I can't, I can't honestly remember what they were, but it was basically the album covers that they had up there. Oh, okay. Um, okay. In each window. And that was the backdrop behind the drummers, the behind the drummer. Sorry. And that just seemed like it was a tarp that like rotated.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or like different curtains that would come across. Sort right. of thing. Yeah. Cause they use that for the rest of the
0: concert. Right. It's, I was shocked by that when I saw that rotate and I was like, Oh, like this is just on a wheel. That's like spinning it around type thing. I'm mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like advertising boards, I think do this sometimes at least old ones do right. Where they have like a wheel of like paper or fabric or something. And it just rotates between each one. It knows where to stop. And that's like your, your ad is that little block. I was just kind of shocked that that's what they use instead of either using a giant screen or a like projector on a white yeah. screen. Yeah. Um, to me, those just seem either cheaper. I mean, this was very effective. It just—it was odd when I saw them. I was like, "Oh, that's what they're—that's what they're doing."
1: I don't know. I thought it was cool. I—I I didn't go. I my brain never went to how are they doing this, oh. but my brain doesn't work that way. Yeah,
0: that's so. how mine went. Yeah. Um, so what? They played a couple songs during that. I don't know what songs, but then what was next?
1: The next one was the crosses where. Um, So in the background was um, the crucifixion and then the burning church. um, And then he held a cross. So they
0: must have done Revelations, Blood Brothers during that first one. And then they changed to Sign of the Cross was the song. Yep. Where they brought out like that cross. Yep.
1: Yeah. But that was the only song that they used for that. Like now we're getting down to where they only do one song per
0: backdrop. For some of them. Yeah. I think there were a couple. They may have done one or two after that
1: possibly but basically after they tear down the japanese um temples and then they go into the egyptian thing and then after that they just utilize that um what was the japanese walkways and the temples they just utilize that as like um for other props or for them to or for like the singer to walk back and forth
0: yeah, he would get up there behind, and it was like almost behind the drummer, yes, right? And he would yep. walk from stage left to stage right. right. Yeah, um, and he
1: uses, like, utilizes it for other parts of the concert too.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: but they no longer they no longer build that up or take that down. Like that just stays the same from here on out.
0: Yeah, and before we get to sign on the cross, they played Blood Brothers. Like I said, another one of my favorite albums, and. I was super happy to hear that song played.
1: It sounded like every fan was. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of the song, so. I mean, i probably heard it, but, like, I didn't recognize it.
0: Yeah. Like I said, that that album, at least, like, the first four to five tracks on that album, I I just absolutely love. Uh, so I, I was super stoked to hear that and super excited. I guess those are the same words. Uh, but then, yeah, they came out to Sign of the Cross. He had that uh, they had that prop with which was on the cross with like giant um, light bulbs. Yeah, I was gonna like floodlight type things, right? Yeah,
1: in my mind they were kind of like what you have, like a dressing room thing, like the lights are like set into it, like mm-hmm. on the dressing room mirror. Um, how?
0: Just bigger.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, because it's for the stage, yeah. but that's how it, I envisioned it.
0: I yeah no I I can see that like yeah. a they sat in like a little box thing. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. So they sat into the cross, and then the lights made a cross yep. inside of the box.
0: And then toward the end of the song, those turned on. And it was like blaring and like going from taking like taking the cross all over the crowd and like shining the light in the people yep. and whatnot. Yeah. So then after after sign the cross, what was the next set?
1: Um, that is the I have it like as the angel, but I think you said it was Incarus or something.
0: I thought it was once again. Not super big Iron Maiden fans, right? And I did think it was an angel too. Um, But no, it's supposed to be Icarus because the song was Flight of Icarus.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And I think that's where he came out with basically the Iron Maiden flamethrower type things on each hand. It started like...
1: Was that already?
0: I think that was this early.
1: Oh, wow. I thought that was later on.
0: No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was during this. Okay. Which... I think this is when we both look back and we're like, oh, look, pyro in the city limits.
1: Well, then there must have been pyro during the crop. Um, oh,
0: there could have been pyro during sign because of the cross.
1: Because the first, like, there was fireballs before you came out with the jetpack um, That's jet true, thing. there were, yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say, and I, I'm not sure where this came in, I think during the stained glass. So there was... um. Like oh, yes. Four or six um, chandeliers that came down that was like, and they changed the light depending on what the song was or what the backdrop was. But I thought that was so cool to have the chandeliers come down and have what looked like flames, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. It was probably fun.
0: lighting of some sort. Yeah. They were down for a good number of yes. songs.
1: Yeah. Well, then they went up and then they came back down. Right. So, But, yeah, I forgot that with the stained glass. um for revelations, is that the song?
0: Revelations.
1: Yeah, um, that was so cool to see. Uh, just the vibe that it gave in the um aesthetic, it was really cool.
0: Yeah, agreed. I I thought that was super awesome, and I noticed that too. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that and just being like, "Oh my god, that's super fucking awesome." Uh, yeah, but Flight of Icarus, I he had the like little flamethrowers. I I call him Iron Maiden because it was, almost seems like he was like an Iron Maiden suit. You
1: mean Ramstein?
0: No, like I, like I, when I saw, oh. I thought of like the first Iron Maiden like movie.
1: Iron Maiden movie, okay.
0: Not okay. Iron Maiden, Iron Man movie. Goddamn, Iron, damn. Man. Iron yeah. Man movie, yeah. where he's like in the silver suit, like the mark, the Mark One, and he's coming out shooting flames out of his wrists. Right, mm-hmm. that's where my mind went instantly, and he had like little holsters and shit. He kept putting him in because not only is he singing, he like does flamethrowers out of both hands, like out of his wrist, and then he has to put his up to his fist to sing. It's like, so you don't want to be, f- be <laughs> shooting yourself in the face, right?
1: I mean, probably not.
0: So you have to put a holster in. So, like, I saw him a few times fumbling around yeah, trying to get it I in the holster. Too.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and then at the end of the song, Icarus's wings came in, and then he just fell. Yeah. It was, I, I thought that was awesome. It was see. really cool, yeah.
1: Like, the, the way that they changed the sets were, like, so... Really, really cool because it made it so it was actually part of the song or like part of the um, set. It wasn't just like somebody, well, except for the Japanese thing, but it was like they really brought it into part of the show.
0: It flowed really well. Yeah. And that kind of makes sense then why the, the three new songs, like typically bands will with new albums where scatter new songs in with old ones yeah. a bit. Because you're yeah. out there to promote the new album. Yeah. As well as play old stuff because that's why people are here, right? So you scatter them in. But it kind of makes sense, right, where if your first three songs are going to utilize the Japanese theme, you can't now rebuild all that <laughs> shit up. You, right. Even though it's just a little pop ten thing. You can't, like, pull it down, bring it up type thing. So yeah, that does make sense. I, I thought that was weird. That's like, oh, they're only playing... I assumed new songs up from, but that makes sense. So after Fort Light of Icarus, I, I remember the song. The song was Fear of the Dark. Yep. I don't remember a whole lot outside of uh Bruce coming out with sort of the lantern, the lantern and the yeah. old school like bird mask.
1: Right. So gosh, I can't remember what the backdrop was either. Um during this. I wanna say it was just black, but that's probably wrong. No, it wasn't definitely um it was definitely darker um is this where the fate like the um like devil faces
0: see i I think it was the start okay. of the devil face because it it was sort of a backdrop from like a hellscape type thing right yeah it's yeah. sort of what I kind of remember,
1: yeah, I just don't know where that came in,
0: but I think it started here also. We'll have to look at some photos if if we have it. I definitely remember there being a big green tent like all over the place, green lighting, Mm -hmm. green and maybe some blue because I mean the lantern was green lit as well. Right.
1: And then the chandeliers turned green. Oh, that, Yeah.
0: So, I mean, like I said, another song that absolutely love killer song and that's outside of like number of the beast. That's probably a song. A lot of people know like the most from Iron Maiden. Um. Uh, I thought that was really cool to see, like, the lantern and the face, like, the mask and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I like the performance of that part. Or, like, I mean, all of it has good performance, but um, because it, it it was a very dark set. So, really, all you could really, I mean, not all you could see, but it was very focused on, like, the lantern, of, like, walking around with the lantern.
0: Yeah, and I remember we were on stage left. So on, yeah, stage left. And he came over for us to do that bit. I don't think he went over to stage right to do that. So there.
1: Do what bit? I don't know. What so across
0: the across the walkways mm-hmm. uh, and behind the uh, drummer, he came out and there was like square uh, platforms that you yeah. could stand on. So he came over to our square platform on stage left to do that. I don't think he went over with the lantern and the mask on stage right because uh, this previous song was "Fly to Icarus," and he did only the flamethrower jetpack stuff on stage right. Okay. For the previous song, yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Well, not cool. I just thought that was interesting. That like, oh, he did that. Like normally, people will go boom, left, right, left, right. I don't know if it's the logistic things behind the stage. I don't know. That's just one thing I noticed. When okay. I was watching the show, okay. But I think the the backdrop stayed the same. <sighs> See, the next song was "Hallowed Be Thy Name." Mm-hmm. Uh
1: This one, the prop was a noose, was lowered.
0: The noose was lowered, and he started out in like a little cage. Right. And because the whole thing is like I'm waiting in my cell, you know, like mm-hmm. he's waiting in his cell to go be hung. Um. So it was definitely, like, I didn't notice the backdrop at all during that as well, which so probably would have been really, really dark.
1: Yeah. Like, there's a couple of them where you're more focused on what they're doing than the backdrop.
0: Right. And it's at this point of the night, and Iron Maiden songs are a bit long at times. I mean, before this, we have, the average runtime of a song is, like, seven minutes, I would say, before this.
1: I thought they were pretty long.
0: Uh. And Hell, their name itself is seven minutes, and this is like the tenth song. Not even ninth. ninth song, yeah.
1: Well, not counting the, it'd be tenth if you count the. Doctor, doctor.
0: Oh, the no. Yeah,
1: but it's their their ninth song.
0: And I remember watching a either like a documentary or somebody at some point in the past talking about Iron Maiden shows and. Or maybe just a countdown of the best songs and blah, 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 whatever it was. And they got to Hallowed Be Thy Name. And they were talking about it. And they're like, yeah, Hallowed Be Thy Name is, you know, a fan favorite song. Iron Maiden loves to close their sets to this song. And so I, I had expected to hear Hallowed Be Thy Name. Love that song. There are covers of this song by Machine Head, Cradle of Filth. They both do excellent jobs of this song. But, I mean, it's Iron Maiden playing Hallowed Be Thy Name. I was so happy to see this, but I instantly went back to that memory I have of somebody saying like, they love to close their sets to this song. I was like, are you shitting me? It's already over. I was like, I guess it's probably been about an hour. Maybe, I guess. Maybe they're old and they don't play that long of sets. This is bullshit though. Oh, whatever. I'm going to enjoy it. But yeah, they brought the noose out. It, I love this song. I thought it was, I thought it was great. I don't know what your thoughts were.
1: It was fine. I mean, I don't really know the song too well. So, but,
0: but the set design, yeah. like the news. there's a lot of,
1: the one thing I do know is there's a lot of, um, guitar riffs where they're not really, or he's not singing. Um, and during that part, uh, he just kind of sits on the step and like puts his hand in his head, uh, his head in his hand. Sorry. um, and so i think that was good imagery imagery too it goes with the song of like a prisoner being you know like going off to the gallows and i don't know it was just good performance good imagery of the whole song
0: yeah i was going to say the same thing um the theatrical aspect of mm-hmm. it of like even when he started in the jail cell he was like on his knees holding his hand at the top like Um. Uh, yeah. Um, this is you know and then and then he gets out and dances moves around a little bit. I'm not going to say dances. Holds on to the noose as he like sings. And,
1: like swings around, yeah.
0: And then yeah, the guitar riffs all four <laughs> Yeah. Three guitar players, one bassist. All so four of them get there in the center and they start like playing and head banging and, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, the, the theatrics of he's not just going to stand up there or sit there and, like, look around. Like, going to sit there and lament and, like, put his hand and says like, it's, it's almost over. This is the end. My life, like, fuck, I messed up. I shouldn't be here. You know, like, one of those, like, I thought that was awesome and I picked up on that, too, and I, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. So, and this is why I think, the Demon Head in the background was for Fear of the Dark and maybe this song as well, but just very dark. Yeah. Because the next song was Number of the Beast.
1: And this is where I have Pyro for the first time, so that's why I'm confused on the Jetpack Pyro thing.
0: Yeah, there was definitely Pyro before that.
1: Okay. I mean, that's cool. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, in my notes of that I took, I thought that night um, I had Pyro happening now.
0: But. Yeah, I mean... There was definitely a lot of pyro during this too. Um.
1: Which we've, I we kind of jumped over it, but like when the pyro happened, we I turn around to you and I'm like, well, I guess you can have pyro in the city of Chicago because we've heard that you can't. We've been to shows that we know have pyro and then we see the show and here in Chicago they don't have pyro. So maybe it's just venue size. They don't have pyro. I don't know
0: yeah I'm guessing more towards venue yeah um i th- the thing we heard was definitely from like the romstein documentary, and that's just like i the way I took that when I heard that was like it's one manager saying one thing
1: no oh, i I get that
0: yeah no, no, I'm just saying,
1: but then also like before the show i or, so after like of god didn't have pyro, even though their show always has pyro, and then um. We, I don't know, for for something, I was looking up United Center, like maybe Iron Maiden will have pyro, so I was looking up United Center, and I looked at pictures of concerts at United Center, and none of them had pyro in them, which is cool. I mean, it's fine, but I feel like the pyro pictures are what venues share of, like, look how cool the concert could be. Yeah. So to see absolutely no pictures on... The images online, like, that was just kind of weird. And I just assumed that there wouldn't be any.
0: Pyro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I and like I said, I think sporting events might do a little bit. But uh, we've also never been to a,
1: I mean, why a sporting
0: would, event that early. Like hockey it's, or
1: basketball? Yeah, they it's like pyro? when you're running
0: out to the stadium, like when you're oh. announcing your team. Like, it'll, you definitely, like, there's a lot of hype up, a lot more so than baseball, where it's, baseball is the sport we go to the most, right? Yeah. Hockey, basketball, um, definitely in football too, right? You have the team running out all at once and then the crowds cheering you and you're playing music and stuff like that. So that's a lot more hypey to like have pyro and stuff go off. And I've seen it with other teams. I've just never like actually paid attention during the bowls to see if that happened. Might have to watch Space Jam again and see see, <laughs> see what what, what happens so, there when Jordan was, comes back.
1: I was gonna say I've never been to a professional baseball game, so I would not know.
0: You've been to a professional baseball game.
1: Professional basketball game. <laughs> so I would not know.
0: Uh so any hoodles. Um Number of the Beast. The song almost anybody has heard. Yeah.
1: I I mean even people that don't listen to rock or metal music have heard that song, I'm sure. Or know of it, anyways.
0: And you know what? Maybe not. Maybe this is when the demon or hellscape kind of came out. Because I do remember it went dark, and then you had the voice, you know? let um, him who have understanding, right? Like, yeah. that came over the PA system. And, like, the crowds, like, not chant, but, like, singing, or not singing, but speaking those lyrics back and whatnot.
1: Yeah. That's why I don't remember the backdrop for Fear of the Dark or Hell would be but Thy Name. Like, because um, after Flight of Vicarish, you're right, it did go down. Or like, Icarus fell. Yeah.
0: Um, and you know, it could have been the same backdrop Icarus used, just without but him without Icarus. Icarus.
1: Yeah. So then it would just be a dark backdrop.
0: Yeah, it could have been because it was
1: just black behind the figures. So. It could have been, yeah. Yeah. Um. We yeah, Number of the Beast. I mean, this is the first one that I have on my list as having pyro. Um, and then the backdrop was like the Bernie. I. My notes say burning hell in background. Um, Yeah. But that's basically what it was. It's like the background was just like fire over a demon face. If I remember right.
0: Well, yeah, well, so, yeah, I can't remember. To me, it looked like almost, when I say hellscape, I'm thinking of like, like a, a cliffy mountainside that's dark and red and like it you can see like to me I thought I saw like little walkways of like this is how you're walking through hell like oh, against okay. these cliffs, but like little pits of fire all over the place as well. But I think it was toward the end of Number of the Beast when an actual like Eddie demon yeah. came up, like a giant motherfucker. Giant,
1: yeah. Check out our Instagram because we have a awesome picture of it.
0: Right. I thought that was awesome. And like Fucking huge, just and it was bouncing back and forth or swaying back yeah. and forth.
1: It was like very like I don't know what it, I mean. I'm assuming it was like 3D like came out, but that's what it looked like. Like it came out over the stage. Oh,
0: I think so. I think it was once again just something that got blown up really quickly. Yeah. And there's got to be like a, like a hot air balloon almost, right? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But you're not going up. You're just filling it up, and then you have this massive thing. Yeah,
1: to like come out and. Move around
0: with the horns coming down, the skull face. Like,
1: that was probably the highlight of the concert for me. Oh, was it really? Yeah, honestly. Like, I thought that was so cool. And I don't know, just how they did it was awesome. And I don't know, it that's like the number one memory that I have from the concert. Um, but then again, that's probably the song I know the most. So maybe that's why it's in my head as well.
0: Yeah. So. I, I thought that was great. I loved that that bit. I love that song. I love this crowd getting into it. The demon popping up, the Eddie demon, I'm going to call it. Fucking awesome to see. Um. Yeah. And then the next song was Iron Maiden. The song Iron Maiden. Off the album Iron Maiden.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. So Iron Maiden has a song called Iron Maiden off the album Iron Maiden. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. Shocking. That's great. Uh how original. <laughs> everybody does that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I once again another song I actually had never heard. Or if I had, I've forgotten about it. I, I thought it was fine. There was definitely a lot of if I knew it better, I would definitely sing along. There were a lot of a lot of parts where you could sing along. Like not that you can't sing along to everything else, but was, I'm a big sucker for like Call and repeat, yeah. and if you're not going to call and repeat, like the chanting type thing, yeah. And there's definitely that here. Um
1: That's one thing that I've noticed, like during the bigger concerts, like, um, well, I guess the two that we've been to this year is like Rammstein and then Iron Maiden. Those are like the two like you have to see them because they're coming to Chicago, sort of thing. Um I didn't sing during either what either of those concerts um where normally i do normally i like sing along or like really get into it and i just i think it's more i was just watching the show for both of those and this one i was i mean i could see very well could you really i could yeah um and then it helped that they did have the two screens up um as well that would always show but i could see the stage from where we were and we weren't close by any means huh. um i
0: didn't think you could there was a tall guy right in front of you i thought and like, well, i just
1: got in that little window between got in a little window yeah him and his friend well that, they did move back and forth a lot. Yeah. If they if if you're tall, just stand in one spot so somebody can see.
0: I, I did notice that like I'm a I would say average height person, but maybe a little taller than I I don't know, like six foot, six one or something. There were a lot of tall motherfuckers at this show. Yeah. Like yeah. all around us too. Like yeah. when I look at someone I'm like holy shit, you're tall, like that these guys were tall. Um
1: but it could be how the stage was too, because sometimes yeah. if you have a taller stage, I can see. It did seem like it was a tall, bad. tall stage. Yeah, which makes sense because you want people to see your show and you yep. want people to see your set. So, yeah. like, it was nice to be able to see it.
0: But yeah, and then Iron Maiden—that was—that was the end of the main set. Yep. One thing we also didn't talk about was the interaction just with Bruce and the crowd. There were a few moments, not a whole lot. The only one I really remember is... Who's your daddy? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck, it's been a long time since we've been here. Um, He he did say his their first show was at Navy Pier. Yeah,
1: yeah, he said that.
0: Which is kind of cool to think about. I, I would assume that's a pretty decent-sized venue. Well,
1: I really wonder what Navy Pier looked like back then. Because they've really built it up since we've moved here even, so... It'd be and, <laughs> interesting to see what
0: it was like. Also, is that in the actual venue or is that just one of those side stages right. for the crowd? So
1: that's what I envision. That That's 100% what I envision is because we've been there a few times. We don't go very often. It's not something we it's do. It's a shit show. Don't yeah. do it if you come to Chicago. It's no, a waste of your fucking it's, time. It's such a waste to get all the way over there and there's nothing to do over there. So don't do it. Um. Anyways, uh. so the times that we have been out there like... They have, like, little beer gardens or something, and they have a performer there or, like, somebody playing music or whatever, a performer, I guess. Um, so when he said that he was at Navy Pier, that's immediately what I thought of was, like, so you're by the beer garden, like, jamming on your guitar? Cool. <laughs> like, But granted, I don't know what the – I mean, I know they do have, like, a stage venue thing out there. We've never been to it.
0: I went once. Oh, did
1: you? What would <clears> you go for
0: I think Alice in Wonderland EDM show. Um, you didn't go. We met. Yes, I. We met at our place. A group of friends, pre-game at our place, went out there. My tickets were in wheel call. Didn't bring my wallet. No, I had my tickets, but you had to be over. It was 18 and over.
1: And they need you need your ID. And right? you need
0: your ID. And it's like, I am fucking over 18. You can tell, right? Sorry, sir, you can't get in. I need to see an ID. And it's like, Are you fucking shitting me? This is bullshit. Also, I think I didn't have my phone. It was a combination of things. Like, I don't think I had my phone. Or I did have my phone. I tried to get an Uber. Yeah, because
1: you were texting me, so you had your phone.
0: Uber was mm-hmm. extremely hard to get. Like I missed my Uber ride because it was completely packed and he either canceled on me or I was on the wrong door and he wouldn't come pick me up at I would like I could not it was a clusterfuck. So I just walked home and by the time I walked home the concert was like half over and I was like I'm not gonna bother going back. This is horseshit. I just sat at home and stewed. Um but all that to say, I was supposed to go to a show there, didn't go to a show there. But it was inside in like an actual venue. So I'm guessing it's Is
1: it that tent thing that they have?
0: No, it's like inside inside. Oh, okay. So I think it's a decent size venue. Not the size of United Center by any means, but probably bigger than Argon. Okay. Probably bigger than Riviera, right? All yeah. those out there.
1: Yeah. But then again, I don't know what it was 30
0: years ago when they Very played Very true, there, also, right? Or 40 there's, years ago. There's I don't been know. a lot of work, so yeah. between now and then. Yeah. So. And then he's like, Who blah, was alive? Blah. <laughs> right. Well, he's like, Who was alive, what, after 88? 88, yeah. Or who was born after 88?
1: Born after 88, yeah. And so I didn't raise my hand because
0: there were a lot of people that did cheer though. Yeah. And then it was, it was a cool thing. Like, well, I bet you you found about you found out about Iron Maiden from your dad. Like, that's was like, who's your dad? It was it
1: was like it was your dad an Iron Maiden fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then a joke about, well, I guess we're gonna come back here in nine months and and find a few more new Iron Maiden fans. Yeah, because
1: well, they were like, well, how many? females do we have in the crowd yeah. or whatever. And then he did the whole nine month
0: thing. Yeah, like he going to go home and fuck tonight and make new Iron Maiden fans. Right. So I mean that was all during that's the only That's the only interaction I remember. I know there was like one or two it other was moments. A few, yeah. But I don't remember them as much as I remember that yeah. interaction. Yeah. And I, I I do enjoy the interaction with the the band and the crowd where they just stop singing and come out. I also don't enjoy it. i I was
1: like, you just said like uh, a couple shows ago that you're like, fucking shut up. I just want to hear your music. I don't want to see or hear you talk.
0: That was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I go back and forth. I love it and I hate it. And then I love it and I hate it. Especially if the message is a positive uplifting message, right? This wasn't necessarily positive uplifting. It was just like, we're going to interact with you and have fun where other ones are. Hey, I struggle with mental health. You struggle with mental health. Don't be afraid to talk to someone. It's okay. Everybody does it. You're not a freak. You're not bad.
1: So you like those two. You don't like the whole, check us out on Instagram. or Yeah, no. Go to YouTube and subscribe.
0: If you want to do that, then turn it into that. Like, go check out our Instagram. There's a lot of useful information around mental health on our Instagram. Yeah. Check that out. I know like there's a way to I spin that, that and like yeah. hit all the bird like hit hit all the key points with one little speech right yeah yeah so i mean i enjoy it and i don't like it but i don't know that that was the show those songs except for now we get an encore do you, what was the set that we had for that
1: uh the Revo- british revolution i think
0: well the, the us revolution they were in it too
1: I guess, yeah, the U.S. Revolution, <laughs> where the British came over. To- right.
0: And they came out to their song Trooper, the Trooper. And Bruce comes out in a red coat, and he has a British flag, and he's waving it back and forth. Kind of cool to see. I, yeah. I I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I feel like
1: that's an album cover, is it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, it's either an album cover
1: or just something that
0: they... It's definitely imagery they always use. Yeah. Of, like, Eddie walking with the British flag, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's what they had as the backdrop, was Eddie doing that, I believe.
1: Oh, okay. Is Eddie in the red coat?
0: Eddie was in the red coat, yep.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's what I've seen before.
0: Because that's that's not from... If that is an album cover, that's not from that album cover. I don't think it is one. Uh, cause this it might be- not be. I'm just... No, yeah, I'm I've just saying. i
1: saying I've seen it before.
0: All right. I was going to say this particular one, we can cut all this out, Um was like with Eddie in a a straight jacket in a padded cell is what this one came from, which is also another iconic Iron Mm -hmm. Maiden image. You used to be able to see it at Hot Topic all the time. Um, but yeah, up there waving the flag and then all of a sudden here comes Eddie for the second time of the night in red coat garb. Yeah. Uh, which was super awesome to see once again, fighting other members of the band. (laughs) Um, Bruce comes down with the sword and starts fighting him with that. And I I, I think that happened before, but then Bruce runs up to the other side of the drummer, grabs a rifle with an American flag hanging from it. I didn't actually look at like the stars on the American flag.
1: Oh, I didn't either. To
0: see if it was a revolutionary flag.
1: It wasn't, because it wasn't in a circle.
0: Right, so it was just like a a now of days, which, all right, you guys fucked up on your continuity here, or your little detail, but... Whatever. Still awesome. Attached to a musket, who he then fires at Eddie with. Um all in all, like that whole interaction. Super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Only got to see Eddie twice. I thought you would see him a lot more for how popular Eddie is. But whoever's in Eddie is on stilts and yeah.
1: I can't believe how they can do that and, like, use the hands and everything. There's
0: so much movement. Like, yeah. the knees with Eddie Ben, the arms. like Yeah. Eddie's got to be, what, 25, 30 feet tall? Oh
1: well, yeah, because, like, during the fight thing with Bruce and him. He's only up like, to his, like, waist. Yeah, it's like, this is Bruce, and then Eddie's, like, way up here.
0: So maybe not 20 feet, but maybe, like, 15 feet or yeah. something.
1: Yeah. At least double, triple, like.
0: Yeah. yeah. I guess I don't know like how tall person is. High, so.
1: Yeah, that's true. But like, at least two and a half men size. Man, average man size. Tall. But he
0: also needs to be tall, right? So everybody in the stage yeah. can see him. Yeah. But just the movement that they have, so awesome. Yeah.
1: I was thinking, I was like, I don't know who's inside of Eddie either. And maybe it's a different person all the time. But I'm like, man, that person must be like a... I don't know. My mind goes to like a... Uh, actor or like a, like some type of performers, you know, like, um, stunt person or something like that.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I would hope it's somebody who is a stunt person and knows like, yeah. I would assume so, right? Yeah. Like otherwise, oh, yeah. it's so easy to hurt yourself. Yeah. I would assume.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's not just some average Joe. It's somebody who has training. Well, I'm saying training, like just like knowledge of how to. Some
0: roadie. Hey, Steve, uh, you want to wear the legs today?
1: <laughs> That'd be hilarious.
0: Get out there and like stumble all over the place, fall flat on your face. Like, no, I. It's probably there's probably one person yeah. in the crew that they are the Eddie. Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: it's just a no name mass person. I mean maybe it's on the internet somewhere. Who
0: knows? Uh, yeah. And yeah, exactly. But that was awesome to see. I, I loved that. That was amazing. And then the set changed once again, and what did it change to?
1: Uh this one was Scottish.
0: Yes. That's the word I have. For the song The Klansmen. The
1: Klansmen.
0: Not American clansmen, those shitheads, but clansmen, Scottish yes. tribes clans
1: and I was a little bleak during this song because I did not know that it was Scottish clansmen I was just hearing the whole freedom and then I am the clansman and yeah I didn't hear the rest of the lyrics or get the continuity so I was a little done with Iron Maiden at that moment
0: Yeah, the, I I could see how that was. Also, I mean, the backdrop was Eddie was leading a charge with the blue paint on his face with a bunch of other people with pitchforks and axes and whatnot.
1: And I get that now. Yeah. After we had a discussion about it. But I was just listening to the lyrics, and there's something like "I'm in chains" and or "You're in chains" or something like that. I don't know what the lyrics are,
0: but yeah, probably I, I'm in chains because like it's the whole it's the Brits taking over the Scots, right? Yeah. Um. Also, one of the guys had the Scottish flag, which is the blue field with the white X. White right X. Yeah.
1: I'm giving it all now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But during the time when all you see is these bald white fans yelling freedom. And then you hear Bruce be like, I am the Klansman. No, I, I get I, that
0: too as well. Like, yeah. I, get, I get where you're coming from and how you got easily confused from that. Yeah. Um,
1: but then after we had the discussion after the concert and the continuity was given to me, I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. Now I'm not angry anymore. Well, as angry <laughs> as I was.
0: Again, another song I've never actually heard.
1: I've never heard that song. Which makes sense because if you don't listen to it, I don't listen to it.
0: And then they went straight from that to Run to the Hills. Yes. And again, from The Number of the Beast, a killer fucking song. Everybody fucking knows this song.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, this is, I, I originally said, number like, of Number of the Beast. Like, people know of, I think people know of Number of the Beast because it's like, oh, it's the devil song or whatever, or Satan's song or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, the religious aspect of it. But Run for the Hills, everybody, I, I mean, it's been in like, movie, I'm sure it's been in movies or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, just the drums coming out and then, and then the bass of like the, well, like not the wolves, the, um of like the horse's hoofs. Yeah. Like the song is so fucking awesome. and so well done. Like one verse is from the perspective of the U.S. Army. The other perspective is from the perspective of the Native Americans. Like. It's so well put together, and the music flows so well with it. And it's like, fuck, this is awesome. And clearly, this is going to be the last song of the night. Like, You knew it had to be this or The Number of the Beast, in my mind. Yeah. After after Hollowed Be Thy Name, and I thought that was going to be the last one, and it was like, no, it's going to be either Number of the Beast or Run to the Hills. Run to the Hills makes sense why that would be the last song of the night. Except for it wasn't. Nope. We had another encore.
1: Yep. So they all leave like it. Like, so th- for the first encore, when they come out to. The Trooper. This? The Trooper. That was very short. Like, basically, it was just for them to get cost- or, um, costume change. change. Or wardrobe. Yeah. I always say costume. Costume,
0: wardrobe, same thing. Yeah.
1: But for them to change their clothes, basically, or put on the jacket. Um, but this, after Run for the Hills, was like where they bring all the lights down, and it's, like, what used to be a true encore. I don't – I personally don't feel like bands are doing encores anymore. Oh, really? Well, not, like – maybe it's just my memory. Or we're going to so many shows um, where I remember it being, like, the lights go down. We'll use Disturbed as an example. But the lights go down, and then everybody's, like, Disturbed, Disturbed, Disturbed for, like, I don't know, five minutes. It definitely feels like five minutes, but it's not. It's not. It's probably, like, two minutes. But even
0: that. Maybe like 30 seconds. You think so? I think it's really quick. I just think we're exhausted and tired. And it is the pace of the evening goes from go, 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 true. go, go, To, to nothing. nothing yeah. To dead silence and crowds chanting either the band name or one more song. One more song, yeah. Which is, go ahead and finish your story and I have gripes with one more song.
1: Um, But this time it was like where the lights go all the way down. And you know that it's not over because otherwise they play like the soft music and the lights, all the lights come up.
0: All the lights come up. So, exactly.
1: you know, it's not over, but it's like they already did. In my mind, I'm like, they already did an encore. Yep. So what's going to happen? I mean, and nobody's, well, a few people left after run for the hills, which that could have just been like, they either thought it was done or they're like, we need to, I'm get,
0: done. Let's go. We
1: need to get out of the parking lot before everybody else does. Um, but yeah, so this was what I would consider a true encore of like how bands used to do encores.
0: Yeah. And the first encore or this or both, I guess, is what you're saying.
1: No, this this one. is oh, a true one. encore. True, true encore. Where the other one was just a caution, like a normal caution change between a song
0: it was well. It, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't right because. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, sorry. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't because they did come out uh, before the like uh, Iron Maiden was the last song before the first encore, and they threw the drumsticks out and they threw the drum heads drumheads out right. Yes, yeah. Um.
1: No, and I'm not saying that it wasn't an encore. I'm saying it. It, did it have didn't have that feel. feel like an yeah. encore. That, okay that's all i'm saying is i'm not saying like they didn't do an encore they like like i'm saying it felt like what an encore the first one just felt like a normal change between songs okay i i in my opinion
0: in my opinion the first okay. one felt like an encore is what i'm saying i'm not saying you're wrong uh, I, if that's how you felt that's how you felt i felt like it it felt like a true encore okay um the second encore cuz it was the same thing right run to the hills or was it? No, it was after. I'm I'm trying to remember when they threw the drum heads out. If that was after Iron Maiden before the trooper, or if that was after Run well, to the Hills. Well they only did it
1: twice, so it's probably after Run up for the, Run to the Hills.
0: Right, that could be. That they threw it out there and then they came out for their second Encore, which is one song, Ace is High. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I felt like it, both of them felt like Encores. Bands don't typically do two encores, it's just like a single encore. Bromstein did, did they really? Yeah, oh, I guess I don't remember that as well. Yeah, um, okay, I remember yeah. looking at it like, a, like the first Metallica show I would have ever gone to it would have been that Sin Anger tour. They did two encores there, I don't think they did two at the one we went to, our first Metallica show. I'll have to go back and look, but I don't think they did. But nowadays, people just do a single encore, which has like two or typically three songs. two songs, yeah, yeah. sometimes three. De- Sometimes three, yeah.
1: Depending on the band or the cellist. Yeah,
0: which uh, <laughs> you, we mentioned like, you know, in between that break they're chanting the band's name or one more song. And it's like if you want them to play more songs why are you asking for just one?
1: Yeah. Well, Avatar did that whole
0: bit. Like I not that I'm greedy, but let's do five more. Let's do another set. Let's go for four more hours. I'll stay up with you. Yeah. Um, but I also get like they're tired. Let's just give me one, please. I'm yeah. happy with one. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, if you guys are into it, I'm here for 20 more songs. Yeah.
1: Like, I know we went to an Avatar concert, I think, um, January of 20, this year.
0: The first show would have been yeah. Avatar January. January. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, and the whole crowd was like, one more song, one more song. And Johannes comes out and he's like, well, you just wanted one song, so we're only going to play one song. Oh, really? Yeah. You I don't forgot remember that? that? No. Yeah. because so, I think they end up playing two songs when they come out for their encore, but they were like, You only wanted one, one. one. So I mean they had to play two because they do the whole like one song and then he goes into this smells yeah. like a freak show. So you have to I mean, I guess he doesn't have to play two, but yeah. it just goes with their set.
0: But yeah, this second encore here they came out to Ace's High and I wasn't paying much attention. I was just watching the stage and like this is fun, this is awesome. I think it was you like turned around and say something. And I didn't know what you said. So I just kind of like nod my head like, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I, I notice up above there's an airplane. Like oh, a yeah. Full size yeah. airplane. No, I
1: turn around to be like, get your fucking camera out.
0: Oh, I thought you said like, I thought you said something and I didn't know what you said. And then I tap your shoulder and I point up like, there's an airplane. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I just said there's an airplane. Well, I
1: may have said there's an airplane. Or airplane or I something. thought you said
0: something like the plane, the plane. <gasps>
1: oh, I did, yes, yeah, you're right. I was like, the plane, the plane. <laughs> but,
0: so, I did, but I
1: also like was like, <clears throat> get your phone out or yeah. like take a picture. I, of this. I didn't hear that, I was just like
0: nodding my head, like, uh huh, uh huh. And then, yeah, the plane came out and
1: it like flies around too. And the propeller's going, yeah, it, I mean, was, it doesn't really fly like this, but it like comes out and like moves a little it bit, it goes back and forth. And yeah. they have
0: a string on the tail that they can like pull and. I, I swear, I I think I saw on, um, like, Snapchat somebody who's on the side of the stage could see, oh, that was the other thing. Um, and maybe we talked about this in the first part. We may have. But Bruce Dickens being like, I'm going to hurt my fucking neck looking at you people on the side. Yeah.
1: Um, Like, why did you buy those seats? I'm going to hurt my neck. <laughs> yeah, I
0: think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, But somebody with those seats did a Snapchat where you can, like, go to a location and see it. And they showed, like, a guy holding a rope, running back and forth. Oh, so it was
1: really just, like, somebody going like this? Yeah. Not very engineered.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's low-key engineering. You don't have to over-engineer things, right? Yeah. But then that would move the tail, and they would let out, like, slack or put more slack in. And that would either get your, you know, your airplane to go up and down like this, and then left and right like that. So it would, like, sway back and forth. And then they had the spotlights going all over the place, like, you know, um, searchlights like you would have during a bombing run during World War Two yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, I I thought that was awesome. I thought it was great. So much fun.
1: Yeah, during between, um, Run for the Hills and that song, like during that silent part, I remember the lights. Like you could see the lights moving. They weren't on, but you could see the lights moving. I'm like, the lights are going all over the place. I think I even told you that. Oh yes, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. like you could see them moving. So
0: yeah. And that was the second encore. It was the last one. Um, awesome time. Again, the band came out, threw drumsticks out. The drummer has a, a fistful of drumsticks, and he gets down to, like, two, and he's getting ready to throw it and, like, drops it on the stage. He did it both times. Both times he yeah. did it. And he even, like, pointed down to it. was like, that's the second fucking time I've done that tonight. Yeah. But each time, he also comes out with a drum head and throws it out as a frisbee. Yeah. Super awesome to see. That happens a couple times, but not that often. Yeah,
1: I don't see it that often. I mean, I think we've seen it one other time. I don't even know what concert it was.
0: But, yeah, I, um, I've seen it at least once, maybe two yeah. to three other times, but not often But at it all. was
1: awesome how he threw it, because one went to, like, stage right, like, in the back by us, and we were not up close, and the other one went, like, straight behind us, like, just yep. a couple rows. So, it was really cool that, like, just because you're not in the front of it, the, normally they, like... Toss everything in the front of the stage so that was really cool
0: yeah that was awesome um then then the lights came up up yep and it's when the lights come up you know the concerts over start making your way out started making our way out two things I remember with the walkout one the worst thing just a pile of vomit on the stairs Oh, right somebody it somebody went too hard second. The outro song they played was Always Look on the Bright Side of Life from know, Monty I Python. I haven't watched The Life of Brian all the way through, but it's basically set in biblical times where there's this guy, Brian, who gets um, mistaken as the next prophet or basically a Jesus character and then gets crucified. And at the end of the song, he's like sitting up there being crucified and he's looking at the people next to him being crucified and the song they're singing is like, well, this couldn't be this is this isn't the worst thing in life. You have to always look on the bright, like the bright side of life. Oh, okay. And it just made me smile like, yeah, you can be crucified, but there's always a bright side to this, right? Um yeah,
1: you're a martyr for
0: Jesus. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just hilarious. All um,
1: Christians are martyrs anyways. <laughs> uh
0: so then we walk out trying to figure out how we're going to get home. Are we going to get in taxi again we're gonna try to take the train home and as we're walking we just see this guy holding a sign Reggie's bus this way
1: what I saw the buses
0: you saw the buses yeah oh I didn't see the buses Um, well you
1: started walking the other way I'm like the bus is over here because
0: we had mentioned like let's try to do the Reggie buses Reggie's is well
1: you said maybe we can do the Reggie's bus
0: so Reggie's is Similar to Kuma's, our favorite restaurant, like I said earlier, or several times.
1: I wouldn't say that. It's a music venue, but it's not similar to Kuma's.
0: Well, I would say it's similar to Kuma's, except for it's... It, all right, well... All I right. want it to be similar to Kuma's, I, but I, it's I do, not. too. It's definitely a music venue. Um, they don't only play metal like Kuma's does also. Kuma's is a metal-themed yes. restaurant and bar. And I guess I always say it's similar to Kuma's because it's... The same sort of crowd—people are who into metal—but they're also. I I wouldn't say Kumas is metal, right? I would say. Or sorry, sorry, sorry. I wouldn't say Reggie's is a metal themed or metal whatever. No, right? I've it's, never seen anybody there. It's more metal. punk rock. Yeah. More punky than yeah, metalheads. That's what I would say. But all the metal shows in town, like the big big metal shows. I maybe maybe not at Soldier Field that's a little too close but um they they have their school buses and they go to Riot Fest and they were at this show as well and I think they were at Roger Waters as well and they had they had these buses that you that they shuttle people back and forth from their bar to uh, the to United Center they do the same thing for Bulls games and Blackhawks games too um, so we saw the buses and we're like hey let's just give this a shot walk up to the guy he's like, I was like are these the Reggie buses even though he's having a sign that says are these Reggie buses the main thing is we didn't know how they worked if you can just hop on or not and he's like do you have a wristband and I replied no no we don't have a wristband couple of guys behind, like, ah, oh, don't worry about it. You can hop on. We have plenty of room. And so we started making our way down that way. I don't think you heard that interaction I between not. me and all of them.
1: No. No. Because, like, when we got on the bus, the first thing I saw was, like, people were showing their wristband to the guy in the first bus. We went to the second bus. Or, like, he was like, oh, go to the second bus. Um, So we just went on and got a seat or whatever. I would already seen them showing their wristband or whatever. And I think I said to you, like, I think we need a wristband. Um, and then, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, and then the um, guy that was holding the sign came through and started counting people. So in my mind, it was like, oh, we're supposed to have, say, 20 people on this bus. Um, and since we were taking up two of the seats, I didn't want him to be like, oh, we got our 20 or whatever it is. Um we can go now, and then two people get left behind oh, because they don't have see. enough people. So, I did. I don't. know. I have an anxiety thing, and so that that gave me like anxiety of we're not supposed to be like. It was one of those things of like my brain was going, we're not supposed to be here. We shouldn't be here. Like we're taking up somebody's seat, sort of thing. So that was what my brain was thinking. I didn't know that he had told you like, oh, it's okay if you don't have wristband. Like just come on in. Sort of thing. So my mind was like, we shouldn't be here because we don't have a wristband.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I, I get that. But I was just going off the guy who said, like, you can go in. Yeah. And, and we did that. And you're right. They, they counted heads. And I think it was just, like, to make sure we had all, a full bus. Yeah.
1: I I realized that later. And you even said, like, because he was like, oh, we can get three more people or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: So it was yeah. to make sure that they weren't leaving with empty seats.
0: Yeah. And then we filled the bus, drove back to Reggie's. Um, It may have been a little bit of a longer ride if we would have gotten, like it would have been shorter if we got a taxi, but at the same time. I
1: don't think so. You don't think think so? I think the taxi when we came back from Roger Waters was longer than this was.
0: Maybe. I, yeah. There were a lot of back roads and like left and right turns that we're taking. It was like, if you just go straight and then turn and then turn, like, this is going to be a lot easier for you, but hey, he's the bus driver. He knows what he's doing. I don't, well, I don't I even fucking he, drive in the city.
1: Yeah. I was like, you have never, well, you've driven once, twice maybe. A few times. Yeah. Not very long. But, um, I think he knew where the traffic was going to be and where it wasn't going to be. Cause obviously they do it all the time. So, and if you think about it, a taxi driver is trying to get that money. So fair, they're not going to go the shortest route. They're going to go the route that gets in the most money.
0: Also like, it's a giant bus, right? You have to go the route that gets you into your parking spot. Yeah. Once you get back, yeah. And I don't know if they went back out for more people, right? Yeah, I don't know. So either. you you have to plan that and have to yeah. know that. All that to say, I thought the I thought the ride was great.
1: Yeah, so quick.
0: So quick, so easy. Just to hop, find the bus, hop on. Yeah. So I mean, I want to utilize this. I, mean, I say service more often, but I mean. I could definitely see us doing this with Riot Fest. Riot Fest is a fucking joke getting home from. We
1: did not buy tickets this year. And I think my whole, uh, granted, we were really, really busy. But a lot of it for me was there's not a band here that I'm willing to take two and a half hours to get home from.
0: That's fair. I mean, last year we went all, all days. We always left early outside of Slipknot.
1: Yeah, because we wanted to see all of them.
0: And that took fucking for it was ridiculously long getting home from. And yeah. it's we left that being so pissed off at Chicago as a whole, not Chicago as a whole, but Chicago city as a whole.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the CTA because like you know it's happening. So why do you have a train every 17
0: minutes? Yeah, and I guess that's where I'm saying Chicago as a whole because it's not even Chicago. I'm getting stuck on that, but like Chicago governing, whoever manages the goddamn CTA, right? You know this is a fucking problem. Increase capacity, yeah. but they're like, no, we're not going to do it. We don't like. Yeah, it's ridiculous in my opinion. But like, we'll utilize Reggie's for that, and next time we'll buy a wristband because it.
1: Yeah, whatever it is, like I don't even know how you get them. So we're gonna try it for Trivium this week, um, or go there and yeah. see if they have a bus to Trivium.
0: And I guess also that, that's why I'm like it's similar. I agree with you now that I think about it. It's nothing anywhere close to Kuma's. No. No. Well, see, and now I'm going back because it's close to Kuma's because they play.
1: They play music.
0: It's a, there's a lot of people into punk and therefore to me, punk is similar enough to metal to be like, all right, we can bump shoulders. I, I like you. You like me type thing. So they play. It's a unique crowd. Yeah, it is a unique crowd. So, Just like Kuma's is a unique yeah. crowd in terms of like the metalhead. But <sighs> they also have food. That's the other thing. So it's.
1: <laughs> Kumas has food.
0: It's alternate. I say, I, let's do that. Alternate music, right? Metal and punk are alternate from mainstream. Sure. For, for sure. So it's an alternate style of music with with food. And I need food. I like food. And they have food that I will eat.
1: Okay. But their food is not. It's not band. as good. It's not good. And it's not metal band themed.
0: It's fine. It's not as good as Kuma's.
1: We just haven't had a good experience so far.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Good
1: uh, good experience with the food. Yes, it's, yes. So we're going to try again.
0: And yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, I really, really want to like Reggie's. There's a lot of, uh, not a lot, I don't know. Uh, Reggie's is fine in my opinion. It's not as good as Kuma's. Let's put it that way.
1: Not even close.
0: Probably cut a lot of this Reggie shit out
1: keep it i mean it's good i mean the whole transportation thing's good
0: the, yeah the whole trans yeah i mean so i mean
1: we're gonna we're gonna try to utilize that for more
0: concerts definitely i
1: mean because it's five blocks from
0: us. we're super close to it Six right blocks. and maybe we'll talk about this yeah yeah we'll utilize it for transportation for sure when we can it's easy i bet the wristbands aren't cheap or aren't expensive 10 15 bucks but still, that's so much cheaper and so much easier than trying to get an Uber, get in the Uber lane, and whatever. It's a small business here in Chicago. So support, support small thing like so support small businesses in your area, especially the ones that support and endorse the lifestyle and the things you enjoy. And Reggie's and Kuma's, to me, those are two things that support the things I enjoy.
1: Agree.
0: All that to say, this has been a fucking long ass episode. Because
1: thanks for sticking around. Hopefully, um, I mean, I think both halves were like an hour and a
0: half. Yeah, both halves were long. We might so, might be able,
1: this might be part one, part two,
0: or a lot of cutting. We'll um, see.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: Thanks for listening to us ramble and bitch about you know bullshit that doesn't really matter except for in our eyes it does matter, yeah. and hopefully in your eyes it does too. So.